back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Quarterly afternoon here on 93.7 The Ticket. Are those words? Those aren't really words, but <laughs> I made them up, and it feels feels like the day. That kind of describes the day pretty well. Uh, Nebraska, of course, uh, had some transfer portal news yesterday with Richard Torres and Victor Jones Jr., as well as uh, mentions, whispers, of Logan Smothers entering the transfer portal. Today it is official. Logan Smothers is in the transfer portal, along with Stefan Wynn, <laughs> Sean Hardy, and Braxton Clark today. Those are your transfer portal news updates. Guys that have played for the Huskers stuck through the spring uh, and looks like probably didn't quite make the team and are off... Uh, I don't want to say greener pastures, but hopefully green pastures somewhere because that's the color of football fields unless they transfer to Boise State. Or Western Kentucky. Or Western Kentucky. They are off to pastures. They're off to some sort of pastures. There you go. That's where uh, they're off to. Yeah. Uh, of, the, of, the, uh, of the departures so far, I know Logan Smothers interests you and hurts you a little bit. Uh, very loyal, as many Husker fans know. Uh, committed in 2018. Uh, didn't come to campus until 2020. Uh, of course, has stuck through feels like a different quarterback coach, different offensive coordinator, different head coach every everything. Every year, every My couple years. My man's been through everything. Yeah, and uh and ultimately, I think it's I thought I was a little bit surprised by it just because he sat out the spring with an injury if it looked like he was going to need to be, you know, they were going to need to move off of him. Um, maybe they could have done it earlier. I'm not sure. Again, you know, with, the, with these things, you never know how much of it is the player's decision, how much of it is a scholarship uh Limit decisions, so um, I was a little bit surprised by Logan Smothers, and I, I must note this: uh, I think it could hurt Nebraska a little bit. I, I still see him, and where we saw Heinrich Harburg and Chuba Purdy this in, in the spring didn't look like they made a big enough steps to where I would see Logan Smothers, a, a healthy Logie Sm- Logan Smothers is Logie? probably Logie. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I like that uh, as probably your third quarterback. I think that. I, w- I want to agree with you on that because, I, as you know, I love Logan Smothers, and yeah. I think he's going to be fantastic wherever he ends up. But I think that he'd fallen so far down the depth chart with being injured and not able to practice where, you know, I guess depending on if Casey Thompson ends, en- enters the transfer portal, if he doesn't win the job or whatever happens there. because And I'm only saying that because Jeff Sims just transferred in. He's not going to leave. Yeah. Um, so you've got Jeff and Casey. Those are your one-two. Like, that's – as if both of them are here, that's one-two. Signed, sealed, delivered. Chuba and Heinrich are battling for three. So, and whoever's after that would be four. I think Logan has found himself so far down the totem pole, regardless of his ability to run and the way that I think he would fit pretty well in this offense. Um, so far down the totem pole that he doesn't see a chance for him to really move up, even if he comes back from that injury, to to get into a place where if something were to happen, he would get some significant type of playing time. So although he was loyal kind of to a fault to Nebraska, uh, saying he came here, he's going to compete, he wants to be the quarterback for Nebraska, um, and that may have cost him a couple years in, in college, you know, playing college ball, um, I think he just found himself so far low that he, that he wasn't going to have a chance. So him leaving comes as a little bit of a surprise. To, well, comes as a surprise to me. But once you you kind of sit down and you think about it a little bit, it it makes sense that he's the first quarterback to enter the portal. 
Well, and I, I think, too, regardless well, of where Well, second he is, after Richard Torres. Right. And so you are down to four, by the way, with your backup options to your prominent, you know, the guys that we talk about starting would be Chubba Purdy and Heinrich Harburg. Again, looks like Heinrich maybe took the third spot there. Maybe it looks Chubba's like it. in there. One way or another, I'm not comfortable with either of them. Um, you know, if, if, they, if you're going to have them have your sole full starter as of right now, of course, they've got years to develop. Um, Logan, for what it's worth, uh, came in with a goal to graduate from the University of Nebraska. He's doing that. Uh, so, uh, you know, congrats to him. And then he will be transferring. And I think, you know, regardless of where we talk, well, he could have been third. He could have been fourth. He, he might, you know, I'm really intrigued by where he goes because he, I, I always kind of looked at him as a guy that like, you know, might start in the Mac. Mm-hmm. You know, so if he wants, if it's playing time that he's looking for, you graduate and then you go and get your playing time. Uh, you know, you can't you can't fault the guy for that. Obviously, mm-hmm. with the injury situation, just kind of strange that it took until now uh, to have have either the Huskers move off of him or for him to make his decision. Uh, but it is it is there. The other big one I think is, is Stefan Wynn. That surprised some people. Uh, had a pretty good spring game. Uh, we had a question off of uh, YouTube, I believe it was. Sal Savola says, "Does losing our big defensive?" Lyman in a six-year mean we're still looking in the portal for big guys there on that side of the ball. I think there is a possibility there, but there was a lot of guys on the defensive line that flashed in the spring game. Stephon Wynn was one of them, mm-hmm. uh, but they they have a lot of guys. Now, when you're talking about guys with his size, um, you know, you're talking about the Nash Hutmuckers, the Ty Robinsons, um, so he might have been kind of feeling like he was falling down the depth chart there as well. But when you talk about, like, the young – the other thing is you, it's just numbers. So if, if they go to the defensive line coach say, we need a guy out of your room, and you think, okay, well, you know, maybe you could use Stephon Wynn this year, but you're going to get four years out of Cam Linhart. You're going to get four years uh, out of Princewell, Uman Wayland. I mean, they, they've got Kai Wallen. I mean, the, so there was just – I feel like th- this, this spring game, although he had a good spring game, a lot of guys on that defensive line had a good spring game. So – I do, I do understand the, you know, that he did play last year. Had twenty two tackles. Um, this might have been from from people maybe reading it, maybe a more of a his decision than mm-hmm. a, than an eighty five scholarship limit decision. But I can also say that defensive line room, you got a lot of guys in it. Now the question is, do you, do you want another three hundred pounder, another guy that you could put in the absolute yeah. middle? Well, I, and you know, I, I'm not sure about the whole. Uh, three, three, five, and if you need a nose guard or if you need somebody to eat space, what you have to do there. But Stefan Wynn, he he showed it last year. Uh, in those games, he ended up with 22 tackles, as we've said. But he showed his ability to not only eat space but make plays from that defensive tackle position from from the defensive line. So it it's going to hurt to miss him to to lose him because although there are a lot of talented guys in the in the defensive line room. I think he's your, probably your most experienced guy in the defensive line room, and it would have been really nice to have him back to pair with some of those younger guys because, as we've said, he's a big body, and if he even if he doesn't end up getting behind the line, making plays, tackling the running back, getting sacks in the backfield, what he can do and what he could do was eat space, take up blockers, and free up those linebackers the, for, for those blitzes that are definitely going to be dialed up in the 3-3-5 and be able to take you know two blockers to himself and, and make it so that somebody has a free run at the quarterback or a, or a free line into uh, whatever hole to, to bury the running back for no gain, very short yardage, or, or for a loss. So it's very surprising to see Stefan win but as you said there are some very talented guys in that defensive line room he's got one year left you've got Judy who's dealing with his, yep. his ankle injury you've got Nash who although he hasn't shown um 
a lot in terms of production has shown you know the strength and the want to to be. <laughs> he was like the tackless wonder for a while because he would play quite a bit. But he never yeah, he'd tackle. always he'd always be there and you'd always see him like around the ball. Yeah, but he didn't. He wasn't credited with a tackle until this last season. So. But of course, these as we know with these these the heavier guys, those are space eaters. Like you like you said, mm-hmm. not necessarily guys that you expect to go out there and get yeah. eighty five tackles. You're just gonna move some bodies and free. Did. Yeah, <laughs> well, he was a freak. He's uh, different. Yeah, you're gonna move some bodies. You're gonna free things up for your linebackers your defensive backs to, to get back there and make some tackles. So that is what Stephon Wynn did um, magnificently uh, this last season, and it's going to hurt to lose him. But like you said, you, you've got to get down to the limit and uh, probably going to lose at least one person out of a lot of rooms. Yeah. Uh, again, the, the the names that I would look for on the defensive line, why you might not need uh, another guy to the portal um, – Again, Ty Robinson, Kai Wallen, Cam Linhart, uh, Roquan Buckley, Brody Tagaloa had a good game. A.J. Rollins making a good transition over there. Nash Hupmacher, Prince Umanwalen, and Elijah Judy. Um, you know, I still think you're pretty you're, – you're feeling pretty good once even getting into the third team there. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, some of those guys are young. Again, maybe that kind of played a factor into how many years are you going to get out of the production there. But uh, uh, anyways, best of wishes to all these guys, Stefan uh, Wynn included. Uh, of course, we mentioned Sean Hardy. I mentioned before he was a uh, scout team player of the year in 2021, had some high interest, 6'3", 190, mm-hmm. the second receiver um, along with Victor Jones Jr. to hit the portal. Again, both those guys um, just, you know, y- previous they just kind of got wrapped up in the coaching transition those are those are projects the previous uh, coaching staff liked and uh, and you know they didn't they didn't, haven't hit the point where you would expect production from them yet mm-hmm. um so uh, you're just kind of moving off of off of those guys those those projects for projects that the new coaching staff wants to work on uh and uh and Braxton Clark who um again I feel a little bit bad for Braxton and and maybe you know it is what it is here but I felt like he never got back from his injury his he, as a young I think it was a freshman might have been redshirt freshman I have to go back and look he was like getting into he's like the third cornerback like and, and playing quite a bit then he had an injury going into the next year, and we've just never seen him get back to that level. There was one season where coming into the season, he was projected as the number two corner. Right. And that was the season that he got hurt during the offseason. And like you said, he just hasn't come back from that because he's a big body. What, 6'3"? Yes. As a cornerback, he's got, got good hips. He's got good speed, and he was the guy that everybody was excited about. The injury just derailed derailed all of that, and as you said, he hasn't really come back from it. Uh, kind of struggled uh, the last couple of seasons, so um, it sucks to lose a big body like that. It sucks to lose a guy who had all of the talent in the world, and you're you're not sure how the injury affected him. But hopefully, wherever he ends up going, he can get back to that 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 Braxton Clark that we were all excited for. Yeah. Uh, I have so from from Mike Schaefer actually. Oh, yeah. uh, we were talking about wide receivers. Nebraska signed seventeen. This is from our good friend Mike Schaefer of twenty four seven Sports. Nebraska signed seventeen high school wide receivers under Frost in the twenty eighteen to twenty twenty two classes. Only two remain on the roster. Can you name those two? Uh, high school. Uh, Xavier Betts. Mm-hmm. And. Uh... <laughs> I'll give you a hint. He's not a wide receiver anymore. Oh, okay. Uh, no, you just did. Now you're now you're really confused. Go ahead. Janarian Bonner. Janarian Bonner. Okay, yeah. Those are the only two receivers from the 18 to 22 classes that remain on the roster. One is a is a is a tight end slash fullback. <laughs> yeah. And the other one just came back to the team after leaving. Yeah, I saw Mitch Sherman also. You know, kind of tweeted out something similar. Was uh, 
um, that Marcus Washington now is the only wide receiver who finished last season with Nebraska. No, only scholarship wide receiver that finished last season with Nebraska. Um, of course, because Xavier Betts left uh, and, and, and Janarian Barner now moving to tight end. So, um, interesting. Uh, you still feel kind of good about that, uh, but we will see. What Blanket uh, doing a good job on the text line, uh, living up to his name, says, So the offensive line has been weak for years, and the defensive line looked deep and talented in the spring game, including three guys who should be going to the high school prom this month. Does this spring game performance really say anything about the depth of the defensive talent? Uh, maybe it doesn't. Maybe the offensive line still uh, you know, isn't isn't good enough to grade against. I'll tell you what, I'm pretty excited about those guys. I, I understand the, the why to throw the wet blanket on there, mm-hmm. um, but if I came away from anything from the spring game is they've got a lot of young talent on that defensive line. Again, maybe it, maybe it doesn't measure up to uh, a great offensive line quite yet, uh, and we won't be able to know that till you see some of those some of those better offensive lines in the Big Ten. Um, so, I mean, I'm not I'm not here to say the defensive line is an A plus. I'm just saying I. Let's put it this way: they may not have an impact this season, but you can see what could be there. If they develop correctly within this coaching staff, those young guys are going to be fun to watch in the coming years. If it's not, if it doesn't happen this year, it'll happen in the, in the next few years with those, with those young guys. Yeah. And I think Roquan Buckley's kind of getting to a point in the program where you start to expect something from him. Mm-hmm. Kai Wallen's a Juco. That's an immediate, you expect something from him. Prince William and Whalen, good luck keeping him off the field. Yeah. I mean, that guy showed enough to me, and I know it was just a spring game, but he's playing with the ones. He was mentioned as one of the best, the, with the first guy, uh, I believe, mentioned when they asked for who's really stepping up the pass rush. Uh, I think Coach White said Prince William and Whalen among, you know, five names that he listed out there. So I do think a lot of those guys are going to play. Um, and again, um, it is, it is, it's somewhat of a hit with losing Stefan Wynn, uh, but it might have been a planned hit. So, I mean, mm-hmm. take, take you it. never know. Kind of take it for what it is there. Uh, we'll come back. we got to take a break. When we do come back, we'll talk a little bit of Hunter Salas choosing Wake Forest, kind of what it means for Nebraska basketball. Also get into kind of the playoffs. There's, uh, there's some uh, some interesting stuff. Is it time to blow up things <laughs> with the Clippers? Uh, of course, Teron Lube, would he be part of that? Uh, so we'll talk about that stuff. Coming up next year on the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket.